Cheers and welcome to this week's special episode of the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. This week we share the interview we did with James Hammond of the Winging It Travel Podcast. It's a longer podcast than we usually do but time just flies by because it's full of jokes and fun and laughter and lots of travel insights and stories. So please enjoy this interview episode with Winging It Travel and you can find the links to James's podcast in the show notes. Next thing, there's a freaking bull shark that's trying to... Attack, attack the, the crocodile. But at that stage, I was thinking, okay, I'm not that safe. Let's, let's get out of here. <laughs> there's just something for everybody in Spain, James. Like, you know, if, if you want beaches and, and tourism, there's that. You know, if, if you want history, there's so much history. If you want mountains and hiking, there, you know, there's that. If you want food, there's that. There's wine regions. There's just so he took us on a day trip to this little village called La Guardia. Now this little village, it's it's up high, six hundred and thirty meters. So it's a it's a medieval wine village, and you're standing up there, and you've got a glass of red wine, and all around you there's people in Spain have never heard of this place. It was like a fairy tale. Yeah, and the next one was Great Barrier Reef, right? I guess you've been there and done that. Yeah. Yeah, we actually did our, um, through COVID, because we, we couldn't go anywhere, we, we could go in Queensland, we went and did our scuba um, certificate, um, scuba diving, Port Douglas. Port Douglas. Yeah, and part of doing that was every day went out onto the reef, you know, to do it. So not in the pool. Well, we did a bit in the pool, but then we went out and did it. Hello and welcome to the Winget Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people on my travels that I want to bring on this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hello and welcome to this week's episode where I'm joined by slow travellers and travel podcasters, Lyle and Leanne from the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. A brilliant name for podcasts and two combinations that I think a lot of people would like. So I'm going to hear about their travel philosophy, favourite spots around the world. I'm interested in their Spain portion of their podcast and other things in terms of podcasts and traveling. So welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? <laughs> well, you know we're Aussies, so we give nicknames to everybody. Yeah, that's a two that I sort of get called at home, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you guys based at the minute? Um, we're at the Sunshine Coast, uh, at Kings Beach, actually, right at the southern end of the Sunshine Coast in uh, Queensland, Australia. Exotic? Some people might describe that area of the world? Yeah, probably. Like, it's our home base, hence the beach part of the beach travel wine. Yeah. yeah. And where does the wine come into it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's an everyday thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and in terms of listeners who maybe are not familiar with Australia, whereabouts in Australia is that? Yeah, it's um, the north uh, towards the north, um, more towards the equator. Um, it's uh, it's beautiful, like it's an hour and a half north of Brisbane. Yeah, and a half east coast. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's a beautiful climate. Um, We look out the window and we see the the Pacific Ocean. So yeah, it's fabulous. 
Is that part of the world where you only have like dry and wet season, or are you still in like winter, no, autumn, no, no. spring, summer? Yeah, well, we don't have generally you know, not the four distinct seasons, but you know, we don't have the um, yeah, like we, we don't have the, the monsoon climate here. So we, you know, okay. cyclones can come down this far, and but more of a rain depression. But you certainly know it's winter to summer. But we yeah. Nice. We met a couple of Aussies from Brisbane in Vietnam, and they come on the podcast oh, yeah. this year, Mike and Marissa, and mm-hmm. they biked around the world for a year as in cycle. So that was an interesting conversation. And I look at I look at cyclists and think, how on earth do you do it? Especially if they've done around Australia. I mean, it's you know, oh. it's, a, it's a long way even to the shops here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you both there from there originally or are you from other places in Australia? Well, I'm originally from New South Wales, which is the next state down, just country mm-hmm. New South Wales. And, and Yeah, and I'm from Victoria, yeah. which is one of the southern states. Mm. And are you a fan of AFL? Oh, absolutely. Who's your team? Not really. <laughs> uh, my team? Yeah. Oh, everybody's favourite team, Collingwood. Oh, yeah, the dreaded <laughs> words. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Richmond supporter, so there you go. Oh, that's a shame. Do you have an EPL team? Uh, no, my my team are, are way down in League One, okay. so unfortunately not, not a top not team. Wrexham. <laughs> not that far down. Wrexham United. Wrexham are big here because of uh, Ryan Reynolds, right? So he's from that's Vancouver. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're on a TV show here. I think the other night, so I think they're getting a bit. Yes, of, here too. Yeah. yeah, they're getting a bit of um, exposure here, should we say? Yeah, my um, my. my Boys, especially my well, my children, especially my boys, are right into um, football as, or soccer, as most yeah. you know, strange call it. But, um, yeah, so they they just love any show on TV about about football. Yeah, yeah, I did get into like when I was in Australia watching football, but the time difference is a nightmare because yeah. Yeah. if they kick off normally in the UK, like oh, I don't know, it's just a ridiculous hour in Australia. So when I when I was there, it's like a late night, try and stay up mm-hmm. and then go to bed late, but. Not really sustainable. Here it's a bit better in terms of time difference. Yeah, okay. But up here in Queensland, it's more rugby league. Mm. I was going to say, I got into the state of origin when I was there as well. And I watched the Lions yeah, well, as well. I think in Melbourne, actually. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, the World Cup is currently uh, being played in uh, the UK. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think the Cook Islands won the other night, didn't they? They beat Wales. That was good. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> See, it's weird because, yeah. like, in rugby league, like all these little islands, they're quite good, aren't they? Sure. Yeah, but like in rugby a lot, Union, of, a lot of those players, they play in the NRL over here. Ah, uh, right. Got it. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. The state of origin is pretty big, isn't it? As a huge. spectacle, absolutely huge. Mm. Who's won it more? I guess Queensland have, right? Queensland. Yeah. Mm. Rubbish. They have. They have not. Oh, <laughs> I don't actually know. I'm just guessing from recent history. No, yeah. if you go over the whole history, New South Wales have won it far more. Oh, I'm not sure that's accurate. Okay. I'm going to anyway. that. I'm going to that. Okay. <laughs> I know we've won it a lot more since we moved to Queensland. Correct. See. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if you're from Victoria, who would you support? NRL, State of Origin, who, who would oh, you go Queensland, for? Queensland, because you live, we live in Queensland. Right. Yeah, Queensland. What about yeah. people who don't move like to Queensland? If you're just in Victoria still, who would you go for out of those two? They don't really care. Uh, they couldn't care less. Yeah. No, couldn't care less. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, no. no, it's a New South Wales Queensland thing. No one, no, not the rest of Australia really don't care. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, AFL is huge. Victoria is AFL mad. Yeah. 
yeah, you, yeah, as you know. I picked yeah. Richmond only because I was going to move there. That was the only reason. Yeah, that would probably be the only reason you would probably <laughs> pick them. <laughs> <laughs> but then, oh, when I was there, a lot of Hawks fans I was with, and then we were pretty shit. But then as soon as I left, we had a bit of a run of, I think, three premierships since then. So that was like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, they had a very good team. Yeah. Yeah. Are they the brown and yellow ones? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of on its way out now, I think, though. Kind of ended the dynasty, I think. Mm. Uh. Let's talk about travel. So, yes. your travel <laughs> philosophy, I've got on the first yeah. subject here. What does that mean to you? Like, you, I mentioned slow travel in the intro. So, is that where you're at right now? Well, I guess, um, you know, like, a, uh, you know, I don't like being sort of classed too much, but I did say slow travel. And I think what that means for us really is, we like to go to a spot for minimum of a week and yeah. we just like to explore it, you know. Um, we we sort of, we've sort of made the decision not not before we started travelling but to, we'd rather just get to know a place rather than collect places, you know, like we, we yeah. So for us, you know, to go to Spain so often and, and, and spend so much time, you know, in, in a city, you can just, take your time you know you can get up you can go out for breakfast you can go for a walk you can do whatever you like for a week and you don't feel like you're, you're rushed and you have to see all, all the highlights and it just takes all the pressure off and it's just such a nice way to way to travel so isn't it yeah I think that um too many well even Leanne's been uh, had some emails about you know where should you go to in Spain? And and they're going from one end of Spain to the to the bottom, you know. And in a week, then they're trying to do it in a week. Where, <laughs> yeah. you know, to even to go to say the uh, Cordoba, Granada, and Seville, which are close, mm. but you wouldn't do that in a week. Yeah. Mm. So that, for some people, do we just that for us? That's not what we yeah, like yeah. to do. And and the other thing about slow travel for us in is we don't like to travel more than about three hours a day. You know, like so we okay. plan it so. Yeah, we hop on a train or a bus and we find the next place before we get there, like obviously when we're planning. And that just, you know, you just don't have to hurry. You've got, you get to where you're going by lunchtime, you, you know. It's just, just in time for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cold so it's yeah. just It's just about relaxing and enjoying, you know, the, the, the travel and, and um, some of the little places you stop along the way. You know, if somewhere we want to go six hours, well, we'll break it in two and, and just go somewhere that oh, we went to a place in Spain this time where we didn't hear any English at all. Mm. Yeah, I felt like Galicia was like that, actually. Barely yeah. anyone is speaking English, which is great. I don't mind that at all. No, it's great. Well, we both speak a bit of Spanish, so that's helpful. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a bit of Spanish goes a long way, and that was what we mm. tried to do. Well, with slow travel, though, I guess the, the caveat here is... All depends if you can do it, right? Sure. I'd be keen to see what you guys think about someone who's got a normal job. They've probably got, I don't know, four, five, six weeks vacation a year. Like, in theory, those guys don't have time to slow travel, right? They've got they've got to take the highlights off because they've got to get a move on because they have a, a mm. finite amount of time, which I think is a terrible way to travel because you're forever rushed. You go on holiday to relax. You're not relaxed. You have to get things in. And then by the time you get back to work, you're kind of still tired, right? So I do wonder how people do it year in, year out and accept it because I think, well, just take a year off and just do a bit of slow travel. I think, though, um, the problem is that, you know, we all talk about bucket lists and, you know, you know all these, you know, like um, things that you have to see. And, like, if you only have four weeks a year, you could definitely go to, you know, a country for four weeks and, and do it slow travelling. You just don't have yes. to see everything. You know, I think it's an attitude, you know, of, 
you know, or the media or the, you know, the Instagram shots and all that stuff that people um, just feel like, you know, okay, we've got to go to Paris and we've got to see the Eiffel Tower and then we've got to see here and we've got to, you know, like whereas, you know, you could you, you just don't have to do all that, you know, and that that's, I guess, the message we like to get across, you know, because people keep saying, you know, why do you go back to Spain? Well, you know, like, because the more you go, the more comfortable you are, you know, the the, the more you can just, sit back and enjoy the culture and, and yeah. So and practice your Spanish. <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> Takes time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I think it's more about not having a bucket list and, and having to tick everything off, you know, just getting getting rid of that pressure and, and just going somewhere, even if it is just for one week, but just stay in one place, you know, and just explore that. But I do understand how some people can't do that. Sure. And um, we've, we're pretty lucky we're retired. And I know we look far too young to be retired, but we are. <laughs> and uh, so... That the, was James's next comment. <laughs> of course, yeah, naturally. Uh, hammo. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're lucky enough we, we retired, but when we decided to retire, we'd had an exit strategy from to, to sell our business. And part of that exit strategy was that we obviously got to find out you know, whether how you can survive that time. Mm. Part of that extra strategy was allocating money to go overseas every year. Yeah, travel every it. year. Travel every year. So, um, and, you know, obviously to be able to do that, you know, you, you, you do have to make sacrifices uh, with your business. We were in a hospitality business, uh, accommodation in a tourist area. And so we basically, you know, you work seven days a week. Yeah. So that, you know, I say to land, you know, sometimes we get a bit not embarrassed, but um, yeah, maybe embarrassed um, that we can we do this. But mm. I say to land, don't be embarrassed. We worked our asses off to be able to do this. Yeah. And we also we also engineered it, you know, like when sorry. Oh, it's the same as you're doing. Mm. You know, you you're working really hard to achieve what you want to achieve mm. um, to travel, mm. you know, good on you. Go for it. When we downsized, we just bought a very average unit. We have one car. Um, we don't have, you know, we, we just don't spend money on. One car, on one TV. You know. Uh, our stereo system is a Bluetooth speaker, you know. Which goes with us when we travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but in saying that, you know, we, I can look out the window now and we can see the Pacific Ocean. So, dream. So, so we sort of feel like we. We, we're on holidays permanently mm. and then when we get sick of being on holidays, we go on vacation or we travel. <laughs> You're absolutely right about this because it's all about priorities, right? So mm. some people always ask me like, well, how do you do it? But I'm like, well, how do I do it? Well, have I decided to have a house? No. Have I decided to have any kids? No. Have I really decided to have a career? No. So what does that mean? I sort of have total freedom at my age to maybe work for a bit and then go off and do some travel, right? That's a choice. Well, everybody has their trade-offs, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a choice. Yeah. If you want kids, then probably there's going to be, I don't know, 15, 20 years where you're going to have to put them first because that's what the deal oh, is. It's not the bloody kids, James. It's the bloody grandkids. Oh, now, God. You know, like... Well, yeah, that's another 15, 20 years on top, isn't it? Like, oh, God. They man. don't care, but I don't want to go away from too long. They're like, Nana, Nana who? But I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's all about choices, right? So. Yeah, um, yeah of course. But my, my goal is to be the cool nana on the block and, yeah. um, 
you know, so the grandkids say, you know, Nana's cool, she goes to Spain, she speaks Spanish, Nana's cool, she goes here, she goes there, you know, that, that mm-hmm. sort of thing rather than, you know, I knitted them a jumper or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting though because I don't meet a lot of people who do so travel, so it's quite an interesting conversation because a lot of people are also, even like travellers who are remote working, right, they're trying to work and travel at the same time, so not fully focused on travel, they're just still mm. probably have three days a week where they have to do some work, so... Yeah, it's quite interesting. But you're right. You worked hard for it. You got to where you are now. And why not enjoy yourself? There's no, there's no shame in that. Well, I also read a book recently um, called 4,000 Weeks, which everyone sort of talks about. And, ah, um, okay. It, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not about we basically, if you live to 80, we, we have each of us have about 4,000 weeks. So, you know, it's what you do huh. with those 4,000 weeks, right, which doesn't yeah. sound like a lot. So No, it doesn't, does it? Um, <laughs> no. So I don't want to spend, you know, my time travelling rushing here rushing there just to as i said to 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 see a site you know like it, it's about the decision just to to in, enjoy and learn like we've just learned so much about places by just taking a bit of time to to do that you know? we've engineered this to yeah. be where we are yeah 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 not lucky we engineered it you know like we've made everyone makes choices right yeah and um yeah so we're a bit later in life you know to to do this sort of traveling and um but yeah good on you but to do this too um we do look after ourselves. Yeah. Um, apart from yeah. the drinking part of it, <laughs> the, the wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wine. Oh, I, don't, I don't mind beer. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but we 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 train every day. We okay. we walk every day. We you know I swim. Um, so um, we're probably a little bit fitter than most people our age. Mm. Um, so, you know, there, there, there's those sort of sacrifices as well to be able to do what you do, even though we, you know, I love it. I enjoy the, the exercise part of it. I'd do it anyway, whether I was travelling or not. Mm-hmm. But you've got to take that into consideration as well. Good point, because I'm pretty lazy, if I'm honest. Yeah, I don't. Well. Nowhere near as, as active. You're not as old as us. <laughs> i tell you what does happen, though. When I travel, I saw a Facebook status the other day where this was like 2017, we left UK and we went to like Nepal and Japan and stuff and Southeast Asia. I think I put a status and I lost 10 kilos and that's purely for me just being more active. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the diet has got changed. That is more probably meals when you travel, but maybe just being more active just got me a bit more kilos off my, uh, off my bum. So yeah, it's interesting, but in a home life, yeah. real scenario, I do struggle with that. The fitness stuff. Get traveling then. <laughs> that's the answer, right? Yeah. 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 And also before you reached your point, I know you worked hard, but did you tr- still travel in the early days or was it like always been a bit of a dream that when you finish, you, you'll start travelling? Well, this is a second marriage for us. So, um, you know, pre- previous to us meeting, we both did a, a, a bit of travel, not a lot, you know. Um, yeah. I was running. Oh, you've done a fair bit. You've been to Egypt. You've been to um, the Caribbean. And Caribbean. Stuff, yeah, and, oh, yeah that, that's true. But not, 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 not heaps. I, you know, um, I worked on a cruise ship. For um, a little while, and um, sort of did Central America and and the Caribbean through that, and um, you know, packed myself off to Egypt for my fiftieth birthday, just because I've always wanted to go, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and took obviously did the west coast of the US with um, three teenage kids for a bit of oh, you know wow. all the all the the fun parks that yeah. you go to there, <laughs> Vegas and all that stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, we sort of just decided we. Yeah, I, yeah, we were just going to travel when we um, got married and retired, and um, yeah, so we've been somewhere, you know, every year, 
and plan to go more places every year. Sure. But <laughs> I, I originally, I hadn't travelled really, I mean, interstate in Australia, I've been pretty well, much everywhere, mm. but I hadn't done much um, overseas until I was about 40. And I was basically in the hotel nightclub industry for probably about 30 odd years. Yeah. So you basically just worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but at the same time, I'm not complaining about that. I had you a loved ball. It. I loved it. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I, I was a sham. I got too old to do it. Um, but, um, so I went to America and Europe in the one trip and we did it in six weeks. Um, and I wasn't yeah. that keen. Um, I mean, America's nice, but Europe, for me, I just opened my eyes and yeah. I just went, I thought to myself, how long has this been going on? <laughs> so, yeah. When's uh, that got there? Yeah, and no. that was it. I was, I was sold. Yeah. What about Australians is, you know, we're so far away from yeah. everywhere and, um, but li- literally, you know, and, and there'd be people that you know, we just, we don't know a lot about Europe, you know. We know a bit about Italy because, you know, a lot of people came over from Italy after the war and, and, and Greece. And Greece. Greece, you know, yeah. but, um, yeah, you know, and, and, yeah, a lot of people sort of, you know, they think you need to go on a Kentucky tour, to, you know, and you see Europe in, you know, what, what that, that sort of thing. So um, in you know, rush trip, don't they? And um, you don't realise that there is another way, I guess. Different for us to go and explore explore Europe, you know. A lot of people go to, you know, the Hawaii, the States and Italy. Well, which we've done. You've done all that. <laughs> <laughs> but we yeah. don't really have like a big list to tick off, you know. Like we sort of make it up as we go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know you're going to talk to us later about where we've got planned next. We've got a few little things coming up, haven't we? Sure. One thing with Europe that I found Ever since I've left, I've realised why on earth have I not taken advantage of it? Like I booked all, all my flights to Athens for like thirty dollars, right? I was like, yeah. why wasn't I doing this all the time when I was younger? But you just don't do it. You, you, you sort of want to get UK. out there, right? Yeah, because I live in the UK. You, you kind of think, well, I'll go to Australia. But like, it's crazy to think back. You think, why? Why don't I just go to like all I don't know ten countries in Europe by train yeah. and just go and check them out? Crazy. Yeah, you you kind of realise that when you get older. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, it's uh, and the train travel's amazing. Yeah, we love it. We won't drive anywhere. We just we public transport all the way. Yeah, and fairly cheap. Question about public transport actually mm. changed for me. I used to back in the day get like a night bus or night train to save time. But then I just I couldn't sleep. So like the next day yeah. I was like not doing anything. So I, I kind of feel like it's pointless now. Are you kind of the same with the slow travel mentality? Just travel and accept this in the day and it's part of the day. Well, as I said, we, we try and do only do about three hours. So, mm. um, you know, like it's that's actually quite enjoyable. You know, you don't have to get there too early. You do yeah. three hours on an air-conditioned bus or air-conditioned train and, and you hop off. And, and there's Wi-Fi on the on – the, yeah. and, I mean, to be honest, you see a whole bunch of scenery that you would not normally see and you'll go into yeah. small little, like, um, uh, villages, pueblos, yeah. and um, that you wouldn't go and have a look at. Mm, um, and so like everything there's advantages and there's disadvantages but we we really enjoy that part of it I think mm-hmm. though being as I sort of said mature travelers is like we've decided we don't want to be sleeping on a bus you know we don't want to be yeah you know carrying a backpack with us you know um and, and we're at that stage of our life where we don't have to so you'd almost call us um not snobby travelers but you know we just we want a certain level of yeah. comfort um yeah, comfort, right? And um, that, and that that's where we're at. that's where we're at. So we definitely wouldn't. I might do like an, a luxury night train or something. You know, they're talking about you know bringing those sorts of 
things back across Europe now. But, mm. um, yeah, we, we, there's no way we're going to sit up on a bus and, and try and save money and sleep, no. No, but Leanne, Leanne decided that we were going to always book apartments so that we could cook. Oh, stop yep. it. And, <laughs> and we were in Spain for 77 days. Oh. We never cooked. <laughs> we went out every night. Well, we're in know. Spain, right? Yeah, well, it's so cheap, yeah. You get free tapas with beers. Like, I would never cook in Spain. No chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, we found that out. So now our excuse is because uh, it's got a washing machine. Yeah, all the, most of the kitchen compartments with kitchens have washing machines and you've got to wash, right? Stop it. You're making fun of me. I can make a cup of tea. Was well, like mature traveller. What does that mean? How would you define yeah. it? Is that just comfort hey. and take your time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's And pretty really you know embrace the the place that you're at you know yeah you know if it means you you know you, you might just sit down on a park bench for an hour and a half and just mm-hmm. watch and we're people watchers well normally it'd be probably being a bar probably for us <laughs> but um and there's any in spain there's some really nice views from bars um so yeah i did yeah. because there's no rush yeah. it's just everything's just relaxed we get up in the morning, we walk out the door and say, which way today? Straight ahead, right, left, what do you reckon, you know? So mm-hmm. um, we, we, we plan our accommodation, we plan our transport. Other than that, it's all, you know, we wing it. Okay? Wing That's it the best way. <laughs> Why plan it all? We can just like spontaneously go somewhere. Like, yeah, that's yeah, hence yeah. the name of the podcast, really. Do you have any yeah, rules of um, what time you get up and go to bed? Because I would, if I was travelling, I'd be like, right, in by 11 out by seven next morning just to make sure no. you make full use of the day but no rules no no rules at all no it depends on really how much we've had to drink the night before oh, really. mm. <laughs> <laughs> or, or been night clubbing you know oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now your nose is getting bigger pinocchio yeah, yeah fair enough <laughs> now that's the whole point of it like it's just no a matter rules. we get up we have a cup of tea you know, and if we're lucky enough to the apartment, might have a little patio mm. like we did at Samal- uh, uh, Salamanca. Salamanca. Mm. And then we, as Leanne says, we normally, and we normally try to get quite close to the old towns. Yes. And the, and the transport. So that, and, it, and if, if, if it went on on the beach, we try to get near, you know, the rivers. And the rivers are always pretty close to the old towns anyway. Yeah. So that we go for a bit of a walk. Mm. Um, and most of those cities aren't that big. Mm, that's true. Mm. Um, true. Yeah. You think uh, they're big, but they're not. Um, and so we just go for a walk and and play it by ear. Play it by ear, and if we see something that we want to have a look at, um, we do. We we do. <laughs> and one stage we sort of steered away from you know the churches and all that sort of thing. Um, but as we've probably got, got more and more comfortable in in Spain, especially. You actually start to realise, you know, they are part of the holiday. They are part of the learning, mm-hmm. um, and and um, you be, you don't become as uh, what's the word um, blasé, blasé, or even snobbish. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You start to realise how magnificent some of this stuff is. Mm-hmm. A couple of times this time, we we um, went on to, um, you know, like uh, you know, have Airbnb experiences. Oh, okay. Um, Never done one. Yeah, I tried a couple of of those with like a a local person, you know, like we, um, yeah, so, and we found those to be good, you know, just a local 
person walking around with us, having a couple of drinks and tapas and telling us about the history and, you know, that that we sort of just did that on the day. Like it was all impulsive stuff. But that yeah, was fun, there was, well, what was the English guy's name? David, was it? Mark. Mark in uh, at Salamanca. Oh, God, English guy, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He's lived yeah. in Salamanca for 15 years. Of yeah. course, two yeah. Hour Who hasn't? History yeah. and tapas tour and five uh, hours later. Yeah, yeah. So we were still sitting in uh, Salamanca. Um, Plaza Mayor. Plaza Mayor at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon he had a better time than us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And do you do free walking tours? That's what I normally do. That gets a bit of a local theme um, to it as well. We haven't, no. We, we sort no? of do our own free walking tours, I guess. But okay. um, probably, I, I have found this time um, I did sort of do a bit of research you know, and sent a couple of emails, but they weren't offering English ones in a couple of places we were at. You know, oh, wow. They were still okay. just doing Spanish ones. So, you know, obviously a lot of the English tourists haven't come back to those those areas, you know, yeah. in North Spain, anywhere where I looked. So um, even though I said we do speak a bit of Spanish, not enough to take in a whole tour in Spanish. Well, Leanne could, but I couldn't. <laughs> right. So Another question as well. If you are helping and being slow travelled, do you have a – like a time to come back or do you leave that open to when you feel you're ready to fly back to Australia? Oh, no, we generally um, have our, um, at this stage, you know, um, we, we book our flight, return flight, you know. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do that. Um, you know, it just sort of helps with the planning. I like to have a little, I like to be a little bit organised with that, don't I? Yeah. Maybe when um, when, when the, the thought, the COVID whole thing sort of gone you know, from our memories for good that they might be allowed. I, I don't know now that you can, you know, some countries won't let you go in unless you have your flight to go home to, you know. Um, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's when we were booking, you know, it was still all this sort of quite a while ago, but um, just the rules and regulations that, that, that they had to make sure that you weren't going to stay and work, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, we, yeah, I probably always have a ticket to come home. Yeah. Right, um, and you know, to be fair, you you know, you're missing the kids and the, the grandkids and bloody grandkids and and that sort of thing. So they're ruining know. my travels. But we did realise this time that yeah, as the grandkids get older, they don't really give a shit no. you know, about <laughs> us. So they they oh, you're back. Yeah, you think you've been gone for ages, and they're like, oh, okay, right, oh, oh, I thought yeah, I yeah. saw you last week. Yeah, <laughs> but we we're sort of keen to come home and spend the summer months. You know where you know people holiday here where we are where we live. You know, so it's of sort of it is a holiday destination. So, you know, why wouldn't you be here in the summer months where you can you know go oh, to yeah. the beach every day and, and 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 enjoy that? So yeah. Okay, and here's a question: the perfect scenario in terms of the perfect year, what would you have traveling and staying at home in terms of months? Would it be six months on, six months off, or what are you thinking? Yeah, probably, but split over. You yeah. Know, um, yeah, like a, you know, like maybe a three month stint in Europe and then home and then you know like a, a couple of two three four week sort of trips around Australia. You know, like either up in you know North Queensland or Tasmania or something. You know, like just go and enjoy those spots for a little while as well. So, yeah, yeah, that 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 would be probably ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just do as I'm told. James. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I get that impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the purpose of travel what do you have anything you want to tick off when you go away or is it purely open to what's there um i think it's purely open to what's there yeah know? really we just we just 
you know, it's, we have so much fun, you know, when, when we go away. So, yeah, it's not like we've got to do this or, you know, um, yeah, we just make it up as we go. Yeah. I think probably you used the word then uh, the purpose is really just to have fun. Yeah, just have fun. Yeah. You know, and oh, we love meeting we get other on, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah, My favourite sure. part of it is yeah. meeting other people. For sure. Mm. And, 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 and that's part of the fun. How would you meet people? What would be your... Process and bars, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Actually, it's quite funny because Leanne will say, Leanne says to me, and she'll see someone and she'll go, Would you like to make a new friend today? I sometimes. <laughs> and I go, Why not? Yeah, we're just going to start talking. So we're to just people. going, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Leanne's approaches, you know, Would you like to make a new friend today yeah. too? <laughs> I do. I guess I see people that, you know, like I, they look like they would like a chat. So we go and chat to them. I've made some friends through um, social media as well, you know, like people oh, yeah. I follow because we're going to a certain city and, you know, I follow them, follow, you know, see what they're up to and, you know, and, um, you know, we met up with some friends in Marbella that, you know, that we um, that took us on a day trip and um, we met someone on an aeroplane, Oscar from Spain, remember, and, you know. We, he was from Toledo. Yeah, so um, and we met two guys from um, Sydney. Yeah, um, and then two guys from Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and quite often, you know, you, I mean, not all those people were Aussies, but you'll, you'll, you know, you'll hear an Aussie accent. Yeah. You know, and of course, yeah. like you, one of the first questions you ask is, "Who do you support? What football <laughs> team do you support?" <laughs> I don't. And uh, and then away you go. You know, um, it's. Um, but yeah, I think the our main purpose. I think the other thing too is that with Leanne um, speaking Spanish really enhances the holiday mm. you know we, we were much 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 more adventurous yeah this time uh we've been to madrid maybe four or five times this time was the best okay um, right. because we listened to a podcast called when in spain mm -hmm. and one of the podcasts listed you know, great places to go to in Madrid for tapas. Authentic tapas. Bars. Authentic tapas. Yeah. And they encouraged us um, not to be intimidated by the bars and, and all that sort of thing. And we did that one night and we just had the best night. That mm. was... Um, because they can be a bit intimidating. You know, you walk in as a, oh, yeah. obviously a non-Spanish person and, you know, they sort of stare at you, you know, and anyway. But, but, but then that's just, they're not being rude, you know. They, they're just like, what do you want? You know, I'm here to serve you. Get on with yeah. it. You know, it's not <laughs> like in Australia where you say, mm, "I don't know." Let me look at the menu, and I'll come back in a minute. But, you know, like there's none of that. It's just like, "What do you want?" You know, I order now. Most Australian hospitality people wouldn't get a job in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I find Spanish people love it. They love like serving you. That's what I found anyway when I was there. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, and especially if you can, you know, ask for a couple of things in Spanish, they just love it. And, you yeah. know, you tell them you're from Australia, and they they they're blown away. You know, like that. Why would huh? you come so far? And um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're Did you find this, James? Like, people are absolutely shit scared of Australia because of all the deadly animals that spiders. Like they yeah, yeah, it's classic. Spiders, sharks, snakes, crocodiles. When you were in Australia, did you come across any of them? Uh, huntsman spider, but they, they don't kill you. They're big. No, no, no. no. Um, they look pretty awful. Yeah, I didn't. I, I saw a snake on Whit Sundays, but it kind of just went away. So yeah, not really. No. Yeah. Yeah, but you survived. You yeah, survived yeah easily, yeah. yeah. I tell people, and this is, this is actually a true story, when um, I used to have a dog, a golden retriever, Cross, Jasper, gorgeous dog, 
And, um, you know, we, I lived in an area where there was um, sort of no um, life-saving sort of area. So, um, And people say, oh, there's, there's sharks in there. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'll take my dog swimming with me. And the shark's going to take the dog before he takes me. And people are <laughs> horrified that, that I say that. But it's a true story. And Jasper lived to 18 so and he did not get eaten by a shark. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what people are scared by, isn't it? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. But the, the, but the Spanish, actually, it was funny um, how Europeans really don't know much about Australia most. True. Um, Liam was talking to a taxi driver and um, he actually asked Leanne, do all Australians speak Spanish? You know, he thought we didn't speak mm. English. We actually spoke Spanish. Because mm. so, I was speaking to him in Spanish. Spanish yeah. yeah, so, you know. But then a lot of us, a lot of Australians don't know why we bother speaking Spanish anyway. They're just like, why would you do that? Because well, well same as British people, right? Don't even bother either. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. everyone speaks English. Why do you need to speak Spanish? Well, yeah, exactly. Your brain. I just love the language learning. It's just something about it. It's amazing. That's an awful attitude to have, like as a country. I know, right? Yeah. But that's what they do. They're, they're the same people that go on the, you know, the down the Danube on the, the river cruise, and you know, you know what I mean, like. That. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's disgraceful. They do. Oh, <laughs> each their own. The only reason I'm learning Spanish is so that I can speak better Spanish than Leanne. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, mate. I think Australia, New Zealand is not really on people's radars. Most places. We're going there next year. We love, like we. You know, we just go there to ski in Queenstown, but what a beautiful, beautiful country that is. Oh, yeah, sensational. It's a bit like here. No bears, it's a bonus. That's one thing I'd say, actually. You know you mentioned sharks and, sp and spiders. Here, bears yeah. are a problem. I'm not just uh -huh. saying that. Okay. So yeah, yeah. if you're going camping for a weekend in the summer, you're going to have to take some bear spray and make sure you don't go too too wild, if you like. Bear spray? Is that like mozzie spray? <laughs> no, it's not, no. It's a, it's a, it's a big can like this, and you just sort of, Spray and they run away, hopefully. Um, oh, like pepper spray? Yeah, a bit like that. Mm -hmm. But our local cafe had a bear walk past their front door last week. Oh. Yeah, like, and that's in, that's in town. Day? Yeah, 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 we camp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, got camp a camper van. So. so you can tell. Glamping, <laughs> maybe. Well, it's interesting. I mean, up north Queensland, you've got the stingers in the, and ocean. That's in the ocean. So you can't swim yes, of course. Up, up the top. Yeah. Um, look, you know, you just got to be sensible here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you, yeah. we don't. We obviously don't have bears or whatever. I'm mm. out up, up north Queensland. Occasionally, there'll be floods and the crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll they're come horrendous. up with. Uh, yeah, they're 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 scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, a funny story. You we just went, don't get in the water. Like you just yeah. can't get in any yeah. water in, yeah. in the northern territory in Darwin where we went. Well, we went to Darwin and we went on a, a, a on the Adelaide River, which is uh, full of crocodiles. Anyway, the guy when we we did a Literally, tour, literally, you know, bonk, 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 bonk. yeah. There's that many crocodiles. The boat drives over them. <laughs> uh, anyway, and the guy's got this great big three fifty seven magnum on his side. You know, uh, safety instructions were that uh, most importantly, do not take the life jackets out of the black garbage bags that they're in. If you do have to go in, don't take them out. And you sort of look at him. Yeah, he said weird. because the bright coloured orange attracts the crocodile. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. You fall in that river, you, you you're not going to give a damn. You're dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, he also said gather around him so that he was in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. He did. Yeah. 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 Crocodiles. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't really mm -hmm. see them either. So, 
Yeah, go to Australia, go to New Zealand's obviously easy, but Australia, you don't see anything unless you're like unlucky or in the wrong place, maybe. I don't know, but yeah. And don't, or, or don't read the signs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, let's go to Spain. Travel there this year, and yeah. you've done a whole podcast series on it, which we'll come to in the podcast section. But Spain as itself, why did you choose Spain? My grandmother apparently has Spanish heritage. That's what well, she did. Apparently. Have. That's, that's what I, okay. yeah, well, that. The, the records go back as far as the English records can, but, you know, yeah. like Spain was conquering everybody and, you know, who knows, right? Um, but that, that was the rumour. And from I just heard that story as a little girl and I just always wanted to go to Spain. So um, it's as simple as that for me. And when I met Lyle, I said to him, oh, I just really want to go to Spain. And Lyle said, what did you say? I said, oh, I guess I'm going to Spain. <laughs> so he, he sort of tagged along. and um, That was on our first date. Yeah, it was on our first date. Oh, wow, and, um, straight in. <laughs> yeah, straight in. And so um, I had a girlfriend whose husband was Spanish, so she started teaching me Spanish. It, I, you know, I really don't know any that I've just always wanted to go. And, um, yeah, when I got there, I just I just loved everything about it, yeah. I'll tell you a secret, James. We uh, Just don't tell anyone else. No, 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 tell you a secret. <laughs> this is a true story. This is a true story. Um, Leanne bought a DNA test for her son oh, yeah. for his birthday. Yeah. And at the same time. I said, oh, they said, you know, have two, it, you know, be cheaper. And it was like, get three, it'll be cheaper. So we decided. So we decided well. to get it. Now, of course, Land's grandmother was Spanish. And anyway, we got the results back. Have a guess who's got more Spanish than Oh, Lee. no. Lee. <laughs> oh, no. Mr. Irishman over here. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what was the percentage? On your results of Spanish? Six for me and 11 for him. Oh, wow. I know. Double. Double. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder I can say Allah, Allah. What is it? Allah. Uh, Allah <laughs> so well. So, yeah, we just um, we just loved it once we got there, didn't we? Yeah, and I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a history tragic. Mm, that's yeah. true. So um, the whole history of European history uh, has always... Uh, intrigued me. Mm. But, you know, if people, there's just something for everybody in Spain, James. Like, you know, if, if you want beaches and, and tourism, there's that. You know, if, if you want history, there's so much history. If you want mountains and hiking, that you know, there's that. If you want food, there's that. There's wine regions. You know, there's just fashion and, and um, there's just so much, isn't there? You know, yeah, yeah. Every, every sort of holiday you could want mm-hmm. is really in Spain. And, um, you know, you can ski. You know, a lot of people don't even know that. They, That's where Liam wants to go yeah, next. I want to go she wants to ski the Sierra Nevada. I do. Um, you know, people say people want to ski in Spain. They're like, oh, there wouldn't be snow in Spain. I'm like, well, they're, you know, they've got half the Pyrenees, mate. What do you Yeah, reckon? yeah. No. <laughs> well, they also got the Picos de Europa, yeah. which is where we went. We yeah. uh, Up north of Spain, next to near Galicia where you went. So, yeah, yeah so I just, there's just something for everybody. You the know? food. What about the art and the museums? We don't even really do museums, but, you know, there's the Gaudi architecture, something for everyone, the, the traditional horses and flamenco and music and everywhere we go there's bands playing or music playing. It's, yeah. Uh, they do their tradition really well. They do, yeah. And yeah. part of that triest, uh, the tradition is the fiestas. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I do, and we just love that, mm. you know. We really, and we really, like we're in Oviado. And in Asturias, North. yeah, Asturias, which right next to Galicia. Uh, Galicia. Every day we went out, 
we either saw a marching band with bagpipes because it's, it's recognised as a Celtic country. Oh, yeah. Country. Seven Celtic areas yeah. in the right. world. Yeah. Then we, there was a, a Benedictine convent and there was a, a heavy, heavy metal band. <laughs> we walk around the corner. Uh, there's a kids' pop a, band. There's a, yeah, there's a pop band. Mm. Um, there was, uh, oh, we got stuck at that, well, not stuck. We went to a bar for about two and a half hours hours and I watched uh, La Tuna and La Tuna is a um, is university. A traditional university band. Back know. from the oh. 1600s. So they right. are all dressed in, you know, the balloon sleeves and, and beautiful uh, uniforms and they sing all the older traditional. They're playing all the old instruments. Yeah, and... yeah. Mm. There was about 10 of them yeah. and they would all sing and they're obviously you know, a combination of professors and students and... The back in the day they used to play to get money to eat. Yeah. And now they just, you know, play to mm. get free beer and tapas. And they just, you know, they'll just walk into a shop, you know, a department store and they sing, and they're really, really good. And there's each area in Spain too is, is quite different. As we're talking, like in the north yeah. it's all about, you know, like there's the cider and and the, the produce up there. And in the south, it's it is you know it's much more tapas and and much more flamenco and um, and then you know on the on the coast it's it's much more sort of the Mediterranean Ocean and and you know the islands of course have all the the young scene and all that sort of stuff you yeah know, so yeah yeah well the north is in the north of Spain they're actually the people are taller and blonder yeah oh okay. Wow, I didn't yeah. know. I've not been to northern Spain, like the Basque region, right? I've not been there. Like you say, their own culture, their own food, their own drink, their own weather, their own fashion. It's a really unique country, Spain. It's amazing how they just yeah. got ruled for so long by Franco and then the switch to like being normal, like very, very yeah. quickly. And it wasn't that long ago. No. Yeah. Well, they go. sort of they, they passed a law, and I can't remember exactly the name of the law, where they it was illegal to talk about the Spanish Civil War. Mm. Because it was oh. still dividing oh, people. Right. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, even to this day? Oh, right. Yeah, they basically said, well, you know, hang on, you know, this is going to keep on going. So they made a law. That... It wasn't the war archives. It was um, uh, the memories of The something. memory. It was called the memory law. Yeah. Something right. like that. Don't yeah. hold us to that. Yeah. But that's what it what it is because oh. you don't talk about the Spanish war in Spain. But right. we, we haven't war. finished going to Spain. We'll be, we'll be going back. That's quite a while ago, look, the Civil War, though, isn't it? Like, that's like the 30s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 36 to 39. There can't be too many people alive now who are, I don't know, still annoyed by that. Well, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not there. Their grandfather might have been or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess if it's passed down, I suppose. I guess Franco didn't mm -hmm. finish the 70s, right? So, yeah, that kind of yeah. makes sense, I suppose. And the other thing is, which we didn't mention, is it's bloody cheap. Oh, so cheap. Yeah, ridiculously cheap. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Come from Canada okay. to there was ridiculous. Yeah. From Australia, you know, like I... You know, we, we get a glass of wine, back to the wine, and, um, you know, like you don't even get it full and you can pay anything from 9 to $14, $15 for a glass of wine, Australian dollars. Yeah. And the same wine, which is a full glass in Spain, is like one euro eighty. <laughs> yeah, with some tapas on the side, right? Yeah. Right, free food. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's, it's what a place. just, yeah, insane. In fact, when we got home, we, we went out to a local bar and I said, Delilah, I just can't. I can't buy the food here. Like nineteen dollars for that? You know, yeah, I know. Just, yeah, yeah. I'd Same. get back into the habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a problem, right? Because I went to a Greek restaurant the other day where it's ridiculous money for a Sivlaki dinner. I know that's gonna cost like two or three euros in Greece. So it's hard to yeah. come back to here after that, right? I, I see that. Yeah. 
so yeah, so you can stay for a lot, lot, a lot longer. You know, and accommodation's cheaper the longer you stay too. You know, like for a week, an apartment's cheaper than for two or three nights, right? So yeah, we have been beat it. Yeah. 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 Well, I calculated that if we actually uh, could rent our apartment, which, as I said, is right on the beach, and, yeah. and, and and the apartments that we live in, there are rentals. If we could rent that for six months while we're away, we'd come back in front. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 How is that even a thing? I know, right? Yeah. And even with the, the cost of the, the flights over from here, so. Wow. That, that's the only negative of travel for us is the long flights. They're horrendous. We hate them. You know, yards far away. There's no getting away from it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. However, yeah. risk and return. Yeah. The idea to be on a plane for 24 hours or to travel 24 hours to be able to go to where to Spain mm. or anywhere in Europe. To me, it's well worth it. Oh, of course it is. Oh yeah. And I 100%. don't sleep at all on the plane. Same. I can't. Yeah. I try. Um, and we get horrendous problem. jet lag when we get home. But we're just we're out of it for at least five days. We just know yeah. that, you know. And then basically on the sixth day, the switch happens and you're just back to normal. But yeah, there's just no getting any sense out of us for those five days. Well, there's probably not much sense anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it gets worse of age, doesn't it? I think I've got worse oh! over the years. Oh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right, though. Yeah. 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 Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It is. It's all right. It will be. What was uh, some of your favourite spots in Spain? If you had to dip in, I don't know, three or four spots. Yeah, I guess I really loved. Um, I guess if you're talking cities, we'd go Madrid over Barcelona any day of the week. Um, oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, talking beach places. Um, probably down south near Malaga is a little place that we stayed for three weeks called Neha, N-E-R-J-A, which had a bit of everything, beach, bit of tourism, free tapas, shopping. Best free tapas I really in Spain. Yeah, that, and just it's got the Balcon de Europa, which is like an iconic sort of place, which the palm trees and the white pots and I just, yeah, so that's. We both said if we had to, like, we couldn't get a flight home, where would we go back and stay? Would be, would be, um, no. Neha. you know, nice walk along the beach. And, you know, I love the way you can, you know, you, you hire a, like a, a sunbed and a, a umbrella. You, you sit there and then you think, oh, actually, I'm a bit hungry, I'm a bit thirsty. And there's a restaurant behind you and you can go and buy yourself a bottle of wine and a bit of snack and you can just, you know, go and sit on the beach. It's brilliant, right? You can't do that here in Australia. You're not allowed to drink on the beach or, you know. Oh, is that a rule? Um, yeah, fair. Yeah, so that, that, that'd be me. What about you? Uh, like what you were saying, Andalusia. Yeah, that, that's All that area that mm-hmm. down along the Mediterranean, you can't go past it. And then, you've, as we talked about before, you've got the those beautiful histo- historic um, uh, town. Well, it's all historic, but yeah. the special, special ones, Seville, Granada, um, uh, Cordoba, yeah. like they're just... Wow! Every time, every every corner you walk around, it's just unbelievably. Cordoba, for instance, um, which we've um, just been doing a podcast on, has like the mosquito, which is mosque. It says it's the second biggest in the world, <laughs> but inside that mosque is a full size cathedral. Like you just can't imagine. Oh. Like that's right. So they just they're like, we're not going to knock down the Christians. We're not going to knock down this this building. It's so big. We're just going to build a, our cathedral inside here. So you're walking around this um, Moorish, 
you know, the arches and, you know, and, and you just can't see the other side. And next thing you look around the corner and there's, you know, the pulpit and the, like, it's it, it's just The like altar nothing. and the choir it's like area. It's nothing you've ever seen. It's just unbelievable. And then you go to the, the Alcazar across the road, which is basically across the road. You go to the Alcazar and it's 55,000 square metres of gardens. Yeah. Wow. And what, what's really weird is, as an Australian, I, I'd never heard of the mosquito in Cordoba. No, I've never heard it until now. Yeah. Well, Alhambra in in Granada is like a. Um, it's a, a Moorish castle. Well, well, it's a fortress. It's a, fortress. it's a city. You know, it's it's the most visited tourist spot in Spain, apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I've never yeah. heard of it. Like, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. Stunning. You know. And it's it's all the 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 Moorish um, architecture. Yeah. And the, like the detail in it and everything, and I've got and, the city wall and the like. It, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, but to go back, I I think uh, I loved uh, North Spain. Mm. I oh, didn't yeah? think I would, but it, I, I really. We went to a place called Santander. Oh yeah, um, Santander. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was magnificent. Like, well, see, I, I really ball. liked um, Oviedo. And yeah. You know, we we actually went to a glacial lake in the Picos de Europa in Spain. You know, you think of it as olive groves and and red wine. You know, and and you know, and the cider. And you've seen how they pour the cider, and you know, in, in in that area. You know, it's just yeah. That that's definitely tell people to go there. Yeah, well, Covadonga and yeah, the Covadonga Basilica and the and the lakes and yeah, just yeah. So that that's it. So I definitely say Oviedo. In north, I would sure. definitely go back. Asturias. Like, Asturias in Spain, that's right, and and down south in the um, Andalusia, yeah. Okay, and you said you travelled to 40-plus villages and cities. That's quite a lot. Yeah. You've seen a lot of places. Well, yeah, and, you know, when I was counting them up, it's probably, you know, closer to 50 because, we, once again, if you stay in a place for a week, you can do day trips, right? You know, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, yeah. easy to hop mm -hmm. on the, the train and go half an hour here or half an hour there and... You just make it up as you go along. Like one of um one of the favourite places we went this time, we, we went to a little uh, or wine area called La Rioja, um, which is famous for obviously mostly red, it's red wines. Yeah, and we went to Campanella. the little the little a little capital of the of that area called Aro H A R O, and um you know I made friends with the taxi driver just speaking um on on Instagram actually, and someone recommended and. And um, so he took us on a day trip to this little village called La Guardia. Now, this little village, it's, it's up high. 630 metres. So it, it's a it's a medieval mm -hmm. wine village. And oh, you're standing wow. up there and you've got a glass of red wine and all around you there's um, like there's a mountain range, but all you can yeah, see. Yeah, Cantabrian. That, yeah. And, and there's 600 bodegas or wineries in that area. <laughs> and people in Spain have never heard of this place. And <laughs> it was like a fairy tale. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. so sure. it's just it's those little things that you discover mm. when you when you're there is amazing. And so especially like if you if if you get to talk to a local and they'll mm. tell you, yeah, you know, if they do know about it. And then like the taxi driver that Liam was talking about, Jose, he was fabulous. Mm. Like when we would never have ever known anything about that, but for the fact that he took yeah. us there. So yeah, so we we did we do the little um, we went to another sort of winery, you know, uh, yeah, uh, from Burgos. You know, we just hop on a bus for half an hour, and in Oviedo we did a day trip. You know, so um, yeah, so so it's the little day trips we do that add to it as well, like the, that village number. We haven't stayed in all of those, but we've certainly been to them and explored. And there's a little place up um, near Santander called Camillas, and that's where um, Gaudi. Um, 
built uh, a house for one of his rich mates. It's the one that's covered in no. sunflowers and green tiles, right? You know, the Capriccio yeah. de, de Gaudi. And that's another little medieval village that we've never heard of. So. so the key point here is if you can get in contact with a local, you really are going to see way more than what maybe you can even research because, like, some of these places you said yeah. I've never heard of ever. Yeah. Right? Well, we, yeah. we looked at this, this particular taxi driver and you think, well, that's going to be expensive. Well, yes. it's not because if you hire a car for a week, you're probably going to use it two or three days. The rest of the time it's going to sit in the garage. Now, was it expensive to catch a cab? Probably. Was it worth it? Absolutely. I think it was, but I don't think it was. I think it was like euro mm. for, the, for, the, for him to take us there and take us back, you know, markets. Like, but it was just fabulous. Yeah. yeah so. And, of course, the weather was just unbelievable. Yeah. I guess, James, I do reach out to people on um, Instagram that I see, you know, that put posts on or I listen to podcasts and if someone's interviewed and they talk about a spot and then I sort of chase them up and, you know, send them a message and, and ask them, you know, some advice or whatever. Um, you know, and people are just so eager to help you too, um, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do at the minute with Greece, right? I'm trying to just try, try and find some locals. Um, mm. One, if they want to just obviously tip where we can go, where, where I can go, but also if they want to come on the podcast, right? That's another aim. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I don't know, maybe off-season's proven a bit more difficult, but um, sure. the people who have reached out are travellers, not really locals. So it's right. interesting. I've got a few yeah. contacts. So, yeah, it, it does work. It just maybe a bit of perseverance, really. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Mm. Well, you got on to Jose through... Yeah, I was um, through a podcast. Jose, through a podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was someone who'd used him and said, this guy will look after you and he won't rip you off. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a recommendation. I'm going with that. Well, yeah. what happened was, remember, we were we wanted to go to the wine regions. Yes. Um, for obvious reasons. There's a guy Ra- called the Spanish Wine Collective I follow. And he's yeah. a he's an English guy too. Yeah. yeah. And so Leanne got in contact with him and said, this is where we're going. They said, no, no, you don't want to go there. You don't want to go there. You want to go here. You want to go <laughs> here, which is uh, that uh, Aral. Yeah, yeah. And, um, in La so, Rioja. Yeah. yeah, again, yeah. he had the local knowledge. And mm. we went there and it was just amazing. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. we stayed in a parador there. Yeah, we stayed in this place that was, it started as a, a monastery and then it became a military hospital and oh. then it was a jail. And then in 1989, it became a, a luxury, well, luxury hotel. I guess it was pretty luxury. Yeah, so it was pretty, you know, we love that sort of thing too. And I don't know yeah. if you've heard, have you heard of the Paradores or Paradores de España? Parador, what that, no. that is? No. Well, the government um, bought up all these old buildings, has turned them into accommodation, but they, they bought them, you know, buildings of significance or in areas of significance. So um, they, they are government run. But, you know, you can be staying like we did in one little place in an old palace, you know. So there's monasteries and palaces and, and places on the edges of cliffs and, you know, that, that um, yeah, so it's, and they only really have them in Spain, I think. But they're not yeah. that expensive, you know, and they're all over Spain, but in, that you, you know, it's not, they're not in the middle of, say, Madrid or Barcelona, you know, you, they're going to be, you know, in the smaller towns and in, and mm. in areas that, are, you know. and But um, they have to be, they have to reach a certain standard. That's right. To be recognised as a parador. So the food. Yeah, the food has to be local as well. So, you know. Oh, wow. You, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so you, don't, you don't even have to stay there. You can go and have a meal, you know. And there's a parador in, um, in Toledo um, that is sort of just out of town and, and um, we, didn't, we didn't get there this day, but I could see it. And, and someone said, just go there and have 
have coffee, you know. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, go there and have coffee and you can look back, you know, at the at the city. So, yeah, it's certainly worth finding out where the Paradors are because um, they're, yeah, they're either really interesting buildings or they're in fascinating places to stay. Oh, good tip. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a fantastic yeah. tip, yeah. It's a bit like the uh, Scotland tip if you ever go to Scotland to go and stay in the Boffies, right? Boffy? Yeah, Boffy. Ever heard of one of those? No. <laughs> They're like uh, traditional Gaelic... Scottish built stone. They're not ha- they're not as big as a house, but they're like little bungalow things in the in the ground, right? So you can stay in them for really? free. Yeah, they're dotted around the uh, the Highlands and or Northern Scotland and on the walking trails, and they're free. You just need to accept okay. people who come over, oh, right? Really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Little accommodation Boffy. for you. Yeah, Boffy. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's what she calls me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds like an Australian nickname, actually, Boffy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. We love nicknames. So for Spain, I've got a few questions. Food. Was there like one dish or tapas dish or any other dish that you loved? Look, for me, there's two. I love the jamón, you know. Did you get any of that when you were in Galicia? No. No. It's just like the the Iberian um, ham and they slice it so thinly and it just, it's so creamy. It's divine. I just, I love that. And um, I feed them the, 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 the pigs are fed on alcorn. Acorns. Acorns, sorry. Yeah. Um, and the other one I love is just their traditional breakfast, which is like fresh bread, um, grated tomato with the olive oil on top. Um, yeah, I just I love that. What about you? What's your favourite food? James, do you class wine as food? Oh, <laughs> That's my next question, so I'll come to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, my my favourite is um, we were in Cordoba once and I ordered um, – the pork cheek, mm. and I put my knife, which wasn't serrated, and I put it on the on it, and I said, "Elaine, look at this." I said, "It's like going through melted butter." Dream. It they was do pork the, well. the pork was beautiful. Mm. Duck. They do great duck. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, Olives, of course. And obviously, you know, mm. on the Mediterranean, the seafood, and they yeah. do it on the yeah, yeah in Malaga. We went to a restaurant there. And they actually cooked the fish on, out, the, beach. on the beach outside. We did have some nice paella as well. Yeah. And what was that? Um, was the cod? We had a lot of cod up there. Bacalao. Bacalao. Yeah. 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 Um, we like all the food. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Nerha, as I said, the, oh, what about um, Saragotha, the, the, uh, the, the El, area? El Tubo. El Tubo, which yeah. is. Um, that's a city you need to go to, James, when you get back to Spain. Zaragoza. It's halfway between Madrid and, and Barcelona. Okay. I just know the football team. I don't know much about it. Beautiful. The, the parks, the, the history, the, and there's got this tapas area called El Tubo, and uh, it's about four blocks, and there's just tapas bars everywhere. It's where all the locals go. Yeah. And yeah, you just can't go wrong there. Okay. Put it on the list. Mm. And the next question is wine. So what was the best wine? Yeah, well, I, I'm a... We're generally white wine, so we normally go for the Videjo. Um, but there was a wine up north from Galicia, actually, uh-huh. wasn't there? Um, and that's sort of a new wine area. Yeah, it, it um, was... Uh, Lake only... or something, wasn't it? B-L-A-N-K. Uh, Albrin. Albrin. Uh, yeah. Albrin, uh, not to be mistaken but from, by uh, to uh, Albrino. Yeah. yeah. It's called oh. Albrin wine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was, we had that in uh, Oviedo. But it was from Galicia, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, and it had only just really been certified. Very this crisp particular, white. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But I go, I go now to, we, we have a shop here called Dan Murphy's 
it's like a big liquor warehouse, right? Uncle Dan's, we call him. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I go and buy myself a little red Rioja from time to time, which is nice. Yeah. So. Do you both drink coffee? Yes. What was the best city yes. to drink coffee in, do you think, just to watch the world go by? Not in Spain. There's, they're not real good on the coffee. You just Okay. Get, yeah, it's it's pretty a lot better this time we were there, but that you just get cafe con leche or cafe, which is you know black or white coffee. Yeah. You know, that's not all all the stuff. That's become they're becoming a bit more modernised, aren't they? Do you remember in Alicante that we had a nice coffee? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you could probably go over there and um bring introduce some coffee. They don't sort of do Colombian beans and things like that, but you know, mm. um, yeah, that you like coffee's pretty good here. Australia, Australian coffee. Yeah, yeah. Australia's good coffee, yeah, and New Zealand. Way better than here. Well, yeah, American coffee's shit, right? So we get a lot lot of that influence. But, yeah, the gold standard is probably Australia or New Zealand, I think we found. Or Italy. Got to put Italy. But it is getting better in Spain. Yes. Yeah. We did find it better. But we also found that the wine, like since we've been going there, there, the wine's got so much better. Yeah. Um, We're on to coffee now. Oh, okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But we are still coming to one in the next part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you yeah. can carry on there if you want. Um, okay. The best food I had when I was in Galicia was called Tortilla Pincho. Okay. I don't know if you had that. Yeah. It's normally a tapas with with beer, sort of like a scrambled egg, which has been really nicely like seasoned in a tortilla. I think chickpeas came with it as well, or sort of, some sort of peas in it as well. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. Just like free, free food, the beer. They've got it worked out, haven't they? I can't believe it's a thing. Every time you go somewhere, like, oh, do you want a bit of this? Like, well, yeah, okay. It's like, oh. Well, in Noha, we went to this that particular, well, a lot of the bars where you actually, uh, it's free and you get a menu, right? So mm. there's a list of what you can have. So you order. So you order and it's cooked to order. And it's and, free. And, they, mm. and it's free. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you talk, we're talking about before Alhambra, which you hadn't heard of in Granada. Um, Granada's known for the best free tapas in Spain as well. Okay. Again, I think they all do it differently, right? Different regions do it. A bit differently. Yeah, yeah well, so. up north, as you said, it's more, they call it pinchos rather than um, tapas. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go quickly to Australia, as you're from there. Yeah. You had yes. some sort of funny story you're telling me that you wanted to maybe share about Australia. When we did go on that Adelaide River trip, um, you know, like you're on a boat where the sides sort of come up to here, you know, of, of metal and then nothing. And um, I'm up... Um, taking photos because they get this big chicken carcass and hang it out over the side oh, yeah. and literally the the six meter crocodiles just jump straight up out of the water and grab it you know and um like the end of their tail yeah you're talking six meters yeah the end of the tail is just touching the water <laughs> lands up there taking photos right <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know about you jimmy but i gotta tell you I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, if they can jump that high, maybe they didn't get the memo that they can't jump in the boat. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. All right. And Lynn's saying to me, <laughs> don't be a sook. Yeah. And I'm going, Lynn, I'm not happy about this. And this is and this is the same river where when the boat's going along, it's hitting the all the all the crocodiles. And then we pulled up, uh, you know, they, they sort of nudge into a bit of a mud bank and, and one of the crocodiles sort of swims up beside the boat. Next thing, there's a freaking bull shark that's oh. trying to... Attack, attack the, the crocodile. But at that stage I was thinking, okay, 
I'm not that safe. Let's let's get out of here. <laughs> so then we go back to get off, and there's a lizard the size of a horse. As we do, <laughs> like, we've got to go along the gangway. Yeah, and it's got its head in an esky. Yeah. Oh. And Leanne's has a go at me because like because the Spanish, you know, I'll tell stories to the Spanish people. We sit yeah. in a bar. And I'll say, oh, what's Australia like? And I'll tell them these, <laughs> yeah. these stories. And Leanne gets the shits in me and says, don't tell them. Yes, and I'll go. negative about Australia, but this is a but true But it's true, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, then, and then one of the crocodiles was name was Brutus and he only had three legs because <laughs> <laughs> it got bitten off by a bull shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah we, we probably won't go and do a crocodile tour anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasn't keen on the crocodiles. Didn't like I, didn't, no. I didn't know. Yeah, there's a little place at the back of um, Darwin called Humpty Doo, um, which is where the Adelaide Classic River. Australian name. I know, right? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Humpty Doo. Humpty Doo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like Darwin's a beautiful city. I mean, okay. like beautiful. Uh, and you've got the Kakadu. The Kakadu. Litchfield. Yeah. Litchfield. Again, they, uh, you can go for. A swim in the rivers in Litchfield, was it? Litchfield National Park, yeah. They reckon the crocodiles can't get up there. Yeah. They reckon. And, again, I wasn't that keen mm. on that either because I wasn't sure whether they read the man. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not allowed in there. Yeah. You know? yeah. You can just imagine grabbing hold of his foot when he's swimming in front of me. Possibly. So, as you can probably aware, I'm, I'm quite a quick coward, actually, when it really comes down to it. But there's some beautiful parts of Australia. Yeah, and the next one was Great Barrier Reef, right? I guess you've been there and done that. Yeah. Yeah, we actually did our, um, through COVID, because we, we couldn't go anywhere, we, or we could go in Queensland, we went and did our scuba um, certificate. Oh, what, a paddy? Scuba diving. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and on the with Sundays. Yeah. So up at oh, uh, uh, Not with wow. Sundays, up at Port Douglas. Port Douglas. Port Douglas, yeah. right. So, um, and part of doing that was every day you went out onto the reef, you know, to do it. So not in the pool. Well, yeah. We did a bit in the pool, but then we went out and did it, you know, so our first dives, our learning dives are, you know, it was, yeah, out doing that. It was hard work though, James. I don't go in water, so I wouldn't know. But oh, That's right. I did I did hear that, yeah. yeah. So um, James doesn't swim. Okay. A lot of English guys don't, do they? Not yeah, it's not even the, the swimming portion. It's just the fear of deep water. I just don't like it. Okay. Um, yeah, well, yeah. you wouldn't want to scuba. But we did that, and so, you know, the, that, the Great Barrier Reef, I mean, um, off early, we did the reef sleep. Yeah, so Port Douglas is off Cairns, a bit higher up, and then sort of, you know, maybe three or four hours down is Early Beach where the Whit Sundays yep. are. Sundays, yeah. And we went there and did some more diving and, and snorkeling, but we also did um, what they call a reef sleep. And it's probably going to appeal to you because mm-hmm. you're on water, but there's a big pontoon which is sort of anchored in, um, you know, like a coral estuary. So it's not, you know, hasn't got all the ocean sort of. Um, swell and stuff and on top they've got these little glamping tents and um i think there's eight of those in total and then underneath you can sleep there's two suites where you can sleep underneath and the and the wall of glass and you can see the um the fish but we stayed on top so a big boat comes out drops everybody then the big Mm. boat goes and the people sleeping on the reef stay there so you you're out you know i don't know how many nautical miles i don't know how that but it's about two hour trip so you're out on the great barrier reef watching the sun go down, you know, having and it's a five course meal included with it. And you've got your own personal <laughs> chef. And wow. Oh, yeah. You know, so and I think there's about sixteen to twenty people and, you know, you just make some we've still got friends from that we've met. We've done it twice now. Um and it's probably one of the most magical things you can do is that reef sleep, right? 
so it's true i do spoil her <laughs> <laughs> that's not cheap is it that that little trip surely not well it's it's, it's pretty well, good value for money when you when you break it down what it costs you to go out to do uh to get there it's not cheap to do um the accom- yeah but the accommodation is not cheap meal. up there yeah your meal your five course meal like when you really break it down it's really good value can, for money and how many people can say they've slept on the great Barrier reef well yeah you know, exactly so. Yeah, um, and then we we did a, and then you can snorkel on your own. So there's just you and these other, you know, other people staying on the boat. So you're not surrounded by kids with noodles and which mm. you didn't know what a noodle was, but you do now, I believe. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, you're not surrounded by by all that. You you just you know you can just float around and and just enjoy it. It's it's, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And then we we did a trip down to Tasmania. Oh, I'd love to go there. I've not been. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we did a road trip for three weeks, which was really nice. So oh. we did the like the oh. lap, yeah, the lap of yeah, the lap. Tasmania, yeah. and mm. um, you got a really nice wine down there too, James. Of course, yeah, yeah. And almost, as, well, I'd say maybe even better oysters. Oh my god, you like oysters? No, no, <laughs> you're missing out. They've got the best oysters. They're basically you're sitting at a restaurant. And they're like, oh, we're just going to go get some oysters. You know, they go and grab them from, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. But the Tasmania is just. It's a bit like um, Queenstown, you know, like a little bit, you know, with the, yeah. the you know, they've okay, some of those snow-capped mountains and, sure. mm. you know, they've got the World Heritage, um, what's the name of that that park, like the Derwent River? On the West Coast, mm. it's pretty well, it's hardly inhabited at all. Yeah. And they've kept it. Um, about two thirds of Tasmania's national park. National park, mm. yeah, and and through there, like we're not, I'm not all that, you know, what's the word, conservationist. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not type. a real greenie. Yeah, I'm not a real He's greenie. Not a, not a tree hugger. Right, and <laughs> there was years and years ago, there was um, big big protests about them doing a Franklin Dam. Yeah, they were going to knock Tasmania, oh, and they were going right. to do this and do that, and and I've got to say, after going there and having a look at it. You can see why they want to protect it. You could it. see yeah. why mm. they wanted to protect it. It was that outstanding. Yeah. It's, wow. yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, um, it's not overdeveloped either, you know, like it, it, it's a little country place. Like yeah, a forgotten yeah. part of Australia normally, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. for but, sure. But it's, there's yeah. so many times we, we actually did hire a car there mm. and um, there's it's, so many times there's not a car behind you. You can't see a car behind you or a car in front of you. The thing yeah. is, though, it, it got quite popular over um, COVID and, um, well, what happened was they, you know, all the hire car places said, oh, well, nobody can travel, we're going to have to sell these cars. So they've uh, sold everything. And then, okay, we can travel again in Australia. And they hardly had any cars. So what they had were, A, really hard to get and, B, very expensive. So, yeah, um, yeah. you can take your own car across. There's, like, the Spirit of Tasmania that leaves from Melbourne. You can drive on. A lot of people take their own, like, um, you know, vans and um, mm. caravans and things. Um, but that's not cheap either. So. Yeah, but, yeah, it's definitely worth Tasmania for sure. Okay. Yeah. And the best wine region in Australia? We've been to a few. Like, we, yeah, there's there's obviously Margaret River, which we love. There's, well, we're going to be there in about two weeks. Yeah, there's um, obviously Barossa and Adelaide Hills. Um, Clare Valley, yeah, McLaren Vale. Um, the Tasmanian, the Tamar Valley and the East Coast Tasmania. I'd say at the moment, I, I'd have to say that's my favourite wine, but there's actually a wine region here in Queensland that people used to say, oh, Queensland wine's shit because, <laughs> you know, it's sort of a warmer climate, but that part of um, Queensland isn't. And um, the yeah, granite belt. Yeah, they they they're coming they're coming up with some really nice wines now too. So okay, but I think we sort of look at wine now probably more. We'll pick a wine because of the region mm. rather yeah. than the, than the actual winery. Mm. Um, and I think 
the uh, like the Pinot Gris, at Tasmania. Um, I think Mara the Valley. best wine I've ever tasted was that Stefano Labiani. Yeah, Lab- Labiana at Tasmania. In Tasmania, yeah. uh, <laughs> unbelievably beautiful. Um, you can't buy it in. Can't in, buy a lot of Tasmanian wines in the mainland because they don't make enough to export. Yeah, them. they don't oh, wow. make enough. Trendy, to export, but mm. just beautiful. I, I mean, in fact, we we had that at. Um, we had in Port Douglas. Port Douglas, yeah, it was mm. just magnificent. Mm. Um, we went there for dinner and then we went back the next day just in the middle of the afternoon because we liked found the wine. Found the wine. <laughs> um, Are you a wine drinker, James? Does that wine? So no, not really. Uh, but I did work on vineyards when I was in Australia, so I do have a little bit of. Yeah, it, it Where did you work? In Margaret River. Yeah, there's a few there. Uh, Devil's Lair, you might know, in Margaret River. Devil's Lair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I worked on that. And then House of Cards. There's one called little one called oh, yeah, House, of, House Cards. of Cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a few. Uh, they've got jobs the on Joker um, label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker label. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do um, ice cream, oh. right? And chocolate, maybe. I think, right? Maybe with yeah, maybe. Um, but obviously wine. But I think mm. mm, Margaret River is beautiful. I mean, and so there's their restaurants. Yeah, they uh, do not that the way. restaurants. They're, they're, the 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 actual wineries with the restaurants in them. Oh, drinks. Yeah, some yeah. of those ones like Bastelix and yeah, 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 Cullens. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, uh, just unbelievable. It's an experience just going, even if you don't drink wine, just to go there and see the gardens and the buildings and things, isn't it? You yeah, but we sort of we we're, we're probably more like the cold climate, like mm-hmm. the Pinot Gris, the well, Sauvignon Blancs, sure. whereas WA is more red, I think, and Chardonnays and Semillons. We'll get, we'll mm-hmm. have a crack at anything and see if we like it. Land normally goes for the most expensive one on the wine list. She so thinks, well, it's got to be okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I remember a job I'd done in Margaret River, and that's so small. I'm not a wine connoisseur, so these, but he told us they're expensive grapes, and he only has to do this once a year, and he makes enough money to keep it. And it took, I don't know, four hours to pick these grapes. <laughs> and it's so wow. small, this little vineyard. I don't know what, I have no idea what it's called, but... This guy said, yeah, these go for a lot of money. So I just do it once a year and that's it. Yeah. Like he prunes it and then, yeah, he picks the grapes and that's done. Whereas like Devil's Lair is huge. So having a winery and they said, you know, the, the best way to make a million bucks in a winery is to um, start with 10. But <laughs> I, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, that's a hard job. Mm-hmm. The uh, the pruning is pretty tough and also the picking the grapes is pretty tough. Yeah, for harvest. I can Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to do it for us. Thanks, yeah, James. for you, yeah. yeah. Cheers, yeah. cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting times. Okay, any other countries you want to just mention before I go to ask you what's next on the horizon? Uh, Japan. Yeah, we love Japan. Oh, yeah, you've been, been to Japan. Yeah, skiing. Yeah. Um, culture shock. For sure. Oh, I was going to mention Japan earlier. I forgot. Yeah, you only said about just going for it in a bar, right? Spanish bar. Just don't be mm-hmm. intimidated. I found in Tokyo, for example, the Izakaya's that go down underground smoky like pubs they have quite intimidating because there's no signs in english they're speaking japanese they're full of like businessmen i was like do we risk it do we go in that's yeah that's pretty intimidating very um very very safe though oh super safe yeah, yeah. and just i mean in terms of trying to get across what you want um yeah because a lot of japanese don't speak english so that's what i found anyway oh exactly um and i think um you know they and they have their rules like we tried to um just turn up six of us aussies you know, to a restaurant, we were staying in a, in, in a ski resort where there was four or five different restaurants and we thought, well, we'll just wait till 6 o'clock, we'll get together and we'll pick which one. Mm. None of them would take us because you have to book before 4.30. Now, they weren't full, the, the resort, oh. you know, like it wasn't okay. full, yeah. but the rules are that you book 
or you don't get in. And there's just yeah. no flexibility in that. We've been scanned all day. Well, yeah. our thirst is. Yeah. So, but no, they um, they I'm just like okay. But the other thing I found with Japan is it's spotless. But yeah. There's no rubbish bins. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they take they take it with them. Mm. Oh wow! And the other thing is they've got the best toilets in the world. Yes, they are the best toilets. Yeah, and the best bathrooms yeah. as well. Like I don't know if you experienced this. I told a story before one podcast where we stayed in a capsule hotel, and the male bathroom was like jacuzzi, sauna. Yeah, I saw that. Was with Jake, was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Emma got like a bath, and that was it. And I was in there yeah, for like nearly no. an hour. That was unreal. No, I had a bit of time just like. You know, like the seat's warm and then you press a button, this birds start to cheat, so <laughs> chirp, so, you know, people can't hear what's going on. It's a bit of privacy. And then you're like, you know, you press a button and you think like, you know, it's like the um, bidet part of it and, you know, like you think, you know, if you're, it just it just goes up, yeah. You could, I just like imagine trying to toilet train children there. Like they'd never get off the toilet. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Don't even. I know exactly what you're going to say and you're not to say it. Move on from toilets. Um, no. Yeah, and uh, I think we where else we go? Oh, New Zealand. We talked about New Zealand. Yeah, New yeah. Zealand's just glorious. Mm. Um, and you've been to Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did love mm. Egypt. Have you been there? No, no, no. On my list. It, I, you either love it or hate it. I think you know it's one of those countries that you can't really okay. be. Oh, will I go to Egypt? I'm not sure. You either really want to go or don't don't go because it's pretty pretty full on in your face. Yeah, I think you have to get into it there. From what I've heard, you have to really like just embrace it. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But I, yeah, I did, I did love that. It's a bit of a culture shock when you, yeah, you come from privileged white Australia, you know, to you know, like a Muslim country, which you don't know much about. Yeah, that that was one of the questions actually earlier was like the culture shock. I guess that was Egypt for you. Yeah. Uh, Lao, what about you? Japan, I guess. Yeah, Japan. Yeah. Yeah, Japan. I'm probably probably uh, Spain, really. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, from australia when you've never been it's yeah. um you know because you've got the siestas you've got the fiestas mm. you've got the um how they look after their older people like yeah their, the family um thing people the bullfighting yeah. you know oh, yeah um, yeah um and how they're they're so proud of that you know it was interesting i was looking at a uh i don't know how true this is but it was on wikipedia and they were saying you know what happens to, to the bulls that uh, if they kill the matador. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and they and this particular article said, well, not only did they kill the bull to kill the matador, they killed the mother of that bull. Oh, stop wow. The to stop the bloodline. <laughs> I think it's a bit unfair. Yeah, it's a bit unfair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Untidy. Now, I don't know how true that is. Don't take it for the gospel. But, mm. uh, but also the culture shock in Spain where, you see families like grandma and the parents and then the, the grandkids, you know, they're just all wandering around. At you know, midnight. You know, at, yeah, late at night, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's nothing, you know, and kids are so welcome and they sit and they behave themselves. And we went out for dinner the other night and they said, oh, you've got um, you've got to be gone by seven. You know, we went early with, with, I was with the grandkids. And, um, you know, the, t- the two seating thing here and they push you out, whereas in Spain they have a, a term for it. It's called sobra mesa, which is around or above the table. So you have your meal. And you don't, they don't come near you again unless you want something, you know. That and part of the Spanish culture is you just sit and chat, you know. Like mm. you can be in a restaurant for four or five hours. Yeah. And, um, that that's really normal. So that's very different than what we do here for sure. And you always like hear about the best way to sleep and prepare yourself like day stay to live longer, right? And I get it, but a lot of that is like the standard Western what we do, right? Nine to five jobs, make sure you exercise in the morning, 
eat yeah. well. But like these Spanish and Italian countries, they're like out till midnight or one a.m. just having family dinners. And like, well, it doesn't work for them. But some of these guys like are really old and they live like for ages. Well, yeah, I don't know if you heard the blue zones, but you know that's the people that you know live in yeah. the, uh, living the longest around the world. Well, yeah. you know, um, Spain has is some of the longest living. Italians are, and it's you know they they just have this Mediterranean diet. They don't. They don't even have gyms really in Spain. You know, like you don't see mm. people heading off to the gym like you do in in other countries. They just yeah. they just walk, you know, and they yeah, just yeah. they don't it's eat active. a lot. You know, they're not overeating because they're just they're chatting and you know. Um, Very rare to see obese people there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I found. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird thing to see. Mm. Yeah, and yet they eat and they drink all day. Yeah, exactly. So what's that about? Unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't work for me. No. Same. <laughs> Oh, I wish it did. That, that might be something to do with your age again, honey. Oh, okay. You stick with Jimmy. Okay? <laughs> Place on the horizon. What's next? Well, we're off to um, the Gold Coast uh, next weekend. Um, Lyle's godson's a racing car driver in the Porsche car, so there's like oh, a yeah? round of the supercars, so right there in Surface. It's not that far, but it's a fun weekend at Surface Paradise every time you go there. Yeah. Um, and we said we're off to Margaret River in November, and um, we're going to go down to Albany and um, check out the giant trees down there. And um, and then just home for Christmas because that's where you want to be. In February, we're going to Mexico. Oh, nice. Any plans? Yeah. Like specific areas? Do you know what? We we had a tour booked. We've never been on a tour together, but we had a tour booked back before um, COVID and, um, of course, we couldn't take that. So we've had this credit to use up and, um, you know, we just basically had to pick somewhere and I just wanted to go to another Spanish-speaking country, and I have been to Mexico um, when I worked on the cruise ship. So, um, yeah, so we're sort of on a on a small tour, so we don't really get to choose where we where we go. Okay. But we start in Mexico City, yeah, and um, and we have a couple of free days at the end um, in one of the all inclusive resorts in Cancun. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're looking forward. Yeah, looking forward to that. So there's something a bit different, you know. Like I love mm-hmm. Mexico when I went it was like ten years ago, but um, you know they're just some really nice people and. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. And then we're off to New Zealand again um, to do some skiing. Yeah, ski holiday in next August. Yeah, with um, eight adults, eight children. So that'll be fun, won't it? Yeah. Oh, we're, staying an ex- we're staying an extra week after they all go home. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> might, you might need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, just to, I guess it depends for us on the stock market. That's sort of our income. Um, oh, yeah. Whether we get okay. back to Spain and, um, you know, so, we, you know, we'll, we'll probably do a bit more around Australia with, um, we've got some friends down in Melbourne around Sorrento area, that, the Yarra Valley and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. okay. make, yeah, make it up as we go. Yep, sounds great. Okay, and the next subject is going to be your podcast. Yes. So the name is Beach Travel Wine Podcast. The obvious question is what is it about, but I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, wh- wh- why did you choose that? Look, I, when we um, sold our business, I thought I'd start a travel blog, you know, and I'm like, oh, I've got to come up with a name, you know, yep. a name, a name, a name. and. And I just couldn't come up with it. And I'm like, well, we live at the beach. You know, we love going to beaches. It's about family coming here to the beach. And, you know, we we, we want to travel, obviously. We love travel. And, um, we, you know, we love wine. And I guess the wine isn't just about wine. The wine's about, you know, going out and enjoying meals. And, you know, yeah. it was just like the word that represented that. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was, a you know, the name that sort of suited. So that's what, what stuck, really. And who do you appeal to on your podcast? Who? What is the audience and what is the premise? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, they say you should know who your ideal avatar is. And the re- I guess our audience are people that like to have a bit of fun when they travel you, mm-hmm. and, um, who, you know, like basically, you know, we, we sort of thought 
we love talking to our friends and family about our travels. People love to hear our stories. So we're just like, you know, like someone who would like to get a glass of wine or a beer or even a coffee. Sometimes we're beach travel, cup of tea. Sometimes I'm having mm-hmm. a cup of tea. But, um, you know, um, just someone who'd like to sit down and, and listen to some, you know, stories from people that actually are on the ground going travelling. It's not all about telling you um, all the all the good stuff. It's, it's, it's just about the travel stories and, yeah, and, I, and sharing I, it like a friend, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I think Leanne... Uh, approached me about it and I said, well, you know, whatever, you know, if yeah. you want to do it, yeah, that's fine. Um, if ever I, I say to Lyle, I, think... um, I was thinking and you're like, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. What now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think really it's a little bit like what we said before um, when Leanne will say to me, do you want to make a new friend today? <laughs> to me that's how I put, like, generalize it I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying there maybe I haven't explained it properly but it it's more about having people that they have a laugh while they're listening to us yes both Lynn and I love telling jokes mm-hmm. uh, from my point of view it's just about really just you know having a chin wag I remember you hearing you say that you know you tried to talk your partner into doing it with you and you know, said she wouldn't have a bar of it I don't think I could do it on my own um I think the way that we interact and, and chat like lol Lyle's really good at the history and the research and the numbers, yeah. and that bores the shit out of me. <laughs> I want to, um, you know, I want to describe the pretty flowers I, I saw and the and the the beautiful cobblestone streets, and I want to, you know, take the the videos and, you know, so we, you know, we we just sort of somehow fell into that. You know, there was no planning; it was just let's do this and see how it goes. And um, we did our first one in a hotel room in in Paris, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just loved it we got off it we're like oh look at us go we're both that's good. awesome yeah yeah of course we're you can tell we're both really shy so <laughs> yeah yeah of course yeah. Uh, and my daughter said to me like mum have a go and you know do it for spain and if if you don't yeah. want to do it anymore you don't have to but if you do you do and we just enjoy it um i'm a bit lazy um when it comes to all the work so we just do it on a free app and we just record it on the phone and i don't edit because i don't know how yet Okay. Very um organic. Yeah, very very, or, very organic. Yeah. Um. But you know, we've we, we've had people listen from all over the world, and um, you know, it's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah. I think for me, the the most benefit I've got from doing the podcast is because we do do a lot more research. We do. Um. Mm. And I'm one of these guys. I, I'm very curious. Like. If I see something I'm not sure of, I'll have to go and find out about it. Yeah. And that, so all of a sudden you start digging holes and, you know, whether it be about the bullfighting and the poor bull, you know. Uh, I, the only reason I found out about that because I was trying to find out something else about bullfighting. Right. And so for to me, I just yeah, love the and, and it really, really enhances the holiday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we yeah we, we definitely think that. And oh, I think okay. we've probably been to more places in Spain than most Spaniards. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. we probably know more about their history than most Spaniards. Yeah. But we're definitely going yeah. to um, keep going, and and I'm I'm going to try and we're going to try and podcast when we go to Mexico and maybe do like um because we haven't done a tour. You know, I thought I yeah. thought we'll be like what's it like, you know, and just give you know like a, maybe a daily update or you know and break it into a couple of a couple of podcast over a couple of um weeks maybe but um you know like i think that might be interesting because and then you just yeah you, you just pay a bit more attention you know um, mm. to what you're doing yeah. well the other thing is that um when you talk about slow travel 
the fact that we stay in most places for seven days, we can actually you allocate one day. Yeah, you got a bit of time, right? Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably answered the question. Does it affect your travels? Does it impact? Well, it enhances it for sure. Yeah. Enhances it. That's interesting. That yeah. yeah, I'd worry that it wouldn't enhance it. That it become more of a stress on your travels. No, no. I find that um, I really enjoy it. Mm. The, the recording of the podcast is the easiest bit. You know, when you've been somewhere for a week. You know, you know you where you've been. You know what you know. You, you you can talk about where to go to eat, the the, the highlights and, and and that sort of stuff. And um, it's actually really really easy. As I said, you know, like I'll just I'll just say to Lyle now, like I you know this is sort of the format I want to take. Um, you know, like we let's talk about the beach, let's talk about the restaurants, let's talk about you know our day trip, and that's about the only organisation that we that we have of it. Yeah, and I, I and you know to be honest, I find that. And we've never really spoken about this, mm-hmm. but I think that both of us, while we're doing the podcast, is just waiting for the opportunity to stick it up the other. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I honestly, because we're sitting there, and there's always part of it where you know something comes up where one of us is making a fool of ourselves, yeah. or, or you know, yeah. or and and I think that's what I like about it is. Just waiting for that opportunity to get mm. back at her. The biggest challenge now is just getting in front of people, right? You know, that's that's um, I guess that's the whole thing for podcasters. You know, yeah, like getting the downloads, getting the listeners, that sort of thing. And would you entertain any guests? To be honest, we hadn't we hadn't thought about it. The technology side of it, I'd have to sort out. But um, we're certainly not anti having guests, are we? Oh no, 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 no that's we're, right. We're still sort of new at it. We're only up to episode twenty four, so we're you know we're we're still sort of learning you know, what we're doing. But, um, yeah, certainly, I mean, hopefully we can keep travelling and have enough travel stories to share. But, mm. you know, like talking to somebody, you know, who's maybe been there or is there is certainly um, or someone that's got an interesting travel story to share for sure. Yeah, I think it's something that we definitely would look at doing. Just another benefit of, you know, the podcast from from my point of view is that, you know, we, we do these photo books everywhere we go, the Facebook photo mm. books and whatever. And part of the appeal for me is to have something on audio because Leanne reckons she's going to last longer than me. So I'm going first. So <laughs> I'm sure that uh, whether or not she does it. Statistically speaking. Statistically speaking. Yeah. But, I mean, I love the idea of when we're, you know, old and, and whatever and being able to, Listen back. Listen back. Yeah, exactly. For that, for that, to me, special. Yeah. If you do it for yourself, then in a way, if you're trying to do it for downloads, it doesn't really work. For me, it's just a. No. If I'm on the road recording, it's just like so I can remember where I was and where I had coffee and who I met. Sure. Because I've been traveling before and I've got so much stuff. So like, it's criminal, really. And I didn't read too many photos back in the day. So I've got, I've got memory, Facebook, and maybe my couple of friends that I've met. But yeah, you're right. If you yeah. can just record it and look back, and go, oh, that's what we did. That's the main yeah. reason, really, yeah. isn't it? And- Lyle's gone back even, you know, to some of the early ones that we did while we were, uh, you know, travelling this time and he's already forgotten some of the places that we went, you know, like so it's, yeah. it's, it's really. That's probably an age thing too. <laughs> age thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a common theme to this, talking to old people. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a lot of fun and, you know, it's something that we do together like as well. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it's really good. I'll just say to Lyle, we we're going to record a podcast this week. I want to do it on Thursday. You know, so we just the recording of it's the easy part to be honest. Like with that, we don't have an issue with that. Um, mm-hmm. That I sort of got myself a job by wanting to do show notes, you know, and um, so I, I sort of typed them up. It's not a transcript as such, but it's like mm-hmm. a summary of the podcast, and uh, and I put photos 
Um, and that takes me probably longer than the podcast, but mm. um, so it's not for downloads, but if I can get the podcast done and the show notes done in the week, we're done, you know. Um, yeah. Anything else with the social media stuff is, is a bonus for sure. Got it. And to confirm, you've only got one sort of series, and that's about Spain so far, right, 24 episodes on that. Yeah, um, we, we, we didn't know whether we'd stop with Spain and, and do some Australian ones, but we, we've got a couple more to do from Spain. We've This week we're doing Gibraltar, which, okay, oh, yeah. Spain technically, yeah. but, you know, yeah. um, we, we did that. So we've got Gibraltar, we've got... Um, San Sebastian. San Sebastian. And the next one to come out, which we've already recorded, is Marbella, which is, you know, one of the great, yeah. And then then we're going to move on to, yeah, probably, you know, the Reef Sleep and Darwin and, and the Tasmania and, and hopefully we'll do um, like Margaret River and that, that you know, the, that sort of thing as well. So, yeah, cool. back, sort of back to back to Australia, I guess, yeah. Um, we'll do Darwin. Oh, yeah, Darwin, yeah. What's, what's your frequency of your podcast? Is it every week or every two weeks? Yeah, we're trying to do it every week. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, like a, that's one thing, you know, like you say, people say, you know, like to, to be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. So, mm. you know, I said, like, like if nothing else, the, the goal is to get a podcast out. If we miss a week, I guess nobody will notice. I, I don't know why. Like when you start something, you want to do it well, right? That's, yeah. that's the way I, I sort of see it. And a lot of people start podcasts and they don't get past that sort of 10 episodes. And, <laughs> yeah, so many podcasts um, like that, isn't there? I don't know if you uh, love in yeah. the stats guy, but, yeah, I think if you pass up episode three, you're in the top 10% and then past episode 20 you're in the top one percent in the world already just because yeah, people stop nothing else well something i heard the other day is like 2.6 million podcasts you know which isn't a lot when you compare how many blogs and youtube yeah. channels there are but of that 2.6 you know something like 385,000. yeah that's it have published in the last three months or something yeah 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 i don't know what the word is really you can't hide from this like if you just do it consistently you know to a reasonable standard i can't see why yeah. it wouldn't go quite far well we um we spoke to um uh, a guy have you heard the amateur traveler podcast oh yeah i saw that uh one of your episodes yeah i think i might have, might have downloaded it i think yeah yeah well i mean he's been podcasting since 2005 yeah i know <laughs> yeah like that's um that's impressive yeah, yeah it's crazy really. yeah yeah well we, so. we listened to one of our favorites was called when in spain and um you know paul just got a full-time job and had other life stuff and he hasn't put out an episode for, for a few months now, you know. Mm. I think it'd be harder to get back into it to, than to stop. Than That's than my to, fear, you know. yeah, if I stopped. It'd be hard to get back into it, right? You get yeah. a sort of routine and you put of so it. much into it, you know, like, like you know, you the stuff that you do on your social media and, um, you know, like your notes that you sent through, like it's brilliant, you know. You yeah, I was really it. impressed. I The yeah. only one I listened to was uh, Jake, and that was only a couple of days ago because Leanne said, have a listen to this guy. And I was, i got to tell you, I was suitably yeah, impressed. Yeah, what a nice bloke he is. Yeah, I, oh. I was. Not Jake, you, James. <laughs> no, I, I no Jake's, I really Jake's lovely as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very yeah. easy to listen to. It was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. So, oh, and I think the, the benefit that we have, I think, and I said to Leanne the other day, we're in a very unique position that we have spent probably six months in one country. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's right? crazy. So yeah, how many yeah. people have actually got that as a, a benefit? So for us that is unique. Yeah, to yeah. do it, is, it's actually easier. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. how many travel podcasts, and mine probably be included in this, like, yeah, like how many podcasts, travel podcasts can you see that are just in one country for a real period of time? It's actually quite rare. I can't think of one. That's why we sort of decided to stay with Spain. You know, I've got a pretty good following from the US. Uh, you know, obviously they travel to Spain a lot more. And yeah. You know, we've got, you know, obviously our family and friends in, in Australia. Um, 
and and quite a few from Spain, but yeah, that are quite sick of it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Mum's talking about the bloody podcast again. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> it happens. No, they're very supportive. They love it. I think it's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty supportive. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I get quite a few. I think US is probably second actually behind UK for me. I think that's what I said in my podcast okay. every week. Yeah, uh-huh. consistent US because I think there's an intrigue to Americans where they don't travel that much as a whole. Oh. So yeah, I think yeah. they're quite interested to maybe hear about countries through a podcast platform, right? Uh, that's what I get from it. Well, and also I think um, podcast listeners um, are growing in number as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like as I, I had someone say to me the other day, um, what's a podcast? I'm like, are you, what do you mean what's a podcast, right? Like, <laughs> I reckon you'd be surprised how many people haven't. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Or they don't yeah. listen. But I think that'll change. I think, you know, like, yeah, I think I think that's, that's going to grow as well. So well, you're going to, you know, you've got blokes like Joe Rogan and, you know, Jordan Peterson, I know they're different than what we yeah. are trying to achieve, but like they're world renowned. Yeah. Right. They'll be talking about Jimmy Hamo and Leanne Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Bloody hell. That's a dream. Okay. And for your podcast, where can people find it in terms of um, platform, website, and social media? Okay. Well, we um, we have a, a website, um, obviously, www.beachtravelwine.com, and we, you can stream from there. Um, we are on um, as many channels as I could manage to get us on. Um, yep. All the classics. Uh, and just yeah, search for um, Beach Travel Wine. Um, and we're same handle on um, Facebook and Instagram is uh, Beach Travel Wine. So, yeah, it's pretty. we're pretty easy to find. Cool. I'll put the links in the show notes so people can just click Thank them you. and access them. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Okay. So for this episode, I've got two features. They're, they're both kind of quick fire questions to finish sure. with. Hey, yeah, just a quick one before we carry on with the travel questions. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with Tee Public, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as T-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcasts, and other stuff. Thank you. It's travel question time. So your favorite things traveling is like coffees, cities, countries. So I'm going to ask, first of all, your top three Favourite countries that you travelled to? Spain. Spain. New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm, probably Japan. Yep, mm. same three. Yeah. Okay, and three countries that you've not travelled to that's next that you'd love to travel to? I'd like to do a bit more in, in South America, but um, I know Lyle, uh, we want to do the south of France. We have been to France. Does that count? Um, yeah, yeah. South of France, um, probably Croatia. Same. Yeah, and... I really want to go to Albania. Okay. Actually, Argentina. I think I, you know, I'd like to do a, a South American Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. I, I would love to go to Italy. Yeah. Mm. I've been there once, but I'd love to go uh, with Leanne. And yeah, for me, France, uh, the Loire Valley again, wine area. Wine. Yeah. Um, One country I would recommend you don't go to though. Like, I reckon the most overrated country we've ever been to. You know what it is? I'm too scared to ask. The Maldives. Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't like it? So overrated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Shocked. Yeah. 
Well, okay. it just it, ta- it takes Sicily as long to get to the Maldives as it does Europe. And yeah. you've, once you get to the capital, you've still got to get to your island, which is on yeah. a boat generally in the dark. It's a Muslim country, so drinking's very limited. Um, so it's choice of alcohol, food's very limited, and you're stuck on one sort of resort because, you know, they, there's no shopping or... Yeah, um, yeah. For us living in Australia anyway, we can go to islands and beaches here, which yeah. there's a whole lot more to do for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I would get that. If I was in Australia, I'd just go somewhere like Fiji or something, just down the road. If you have to go to an island, yeah. Well, I've got friends in Bali at the moment, and I've never wanted to go, but they are loving it, you know. Like, Talk about most overrated place, mm-hmm. Bali. There you go. Okay, well, that's what I reckon too, but anyway, it's not not yeah. on my list at this stage. But, you know, why wouldn't you just go to Whit Sundays, right? Oh, like, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great Barrier Reef. Dream. If you could live in one country for a year that you've not lived in before, where would you live? Well, we've only really lived in Australia. Uh, we have we have considered living in, in Spain. Um, but Spain or Portugal, to be honest. Portugal is another beautiful yeah, spot. You? Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I might have asked this kind of already, but a city where you've sat and drank a coffee or a glass of wine could be up to you to watch the world go by. Where would you sit? For me, Paris. Yes, yeah, that's my answer, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go past Paris, really, for that. Well, okay, I'll go to somewhere different. I would say um, sitting in um, a ski resort in Japan. Nice. It's a pretty nice thing to do. That is, and you did it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and what about a favourite beach being Australian is quite interesting that you've been to? My favourite beach is Noosa. In, um, Noosa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's just up the road from us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anywhere on the Mediterranean is nice just because it's Mediterranean, but you'd know what it's like, you know, people don't know what beaches are until you've really been to Australia, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go, like, I, I agree with Lamb, but I'm going to go to Santander. Uh, El Sardinaro Beach. I've never seen a beach um, as big, I think. And we had uh, lunch at a Michelin star <laughs> restaurant which was basically right on the beach. It was a beautiful day and the backdrop, the, the architecture of the of the backdrop is phenomenal. You know, they've got the white casino, old-style casino. Mm-hmm. Like plantation style, really. Yeah, yeah just like really, really good. Promenade and, we, and along the you beach. know, lunch was fantastic. Mm-hmm. We just really had a good day. It was about two to two to three days or two days before coming home mm-hmm. and it was nice. great. Yeah. Great recommendation. Okay, great. What about a favourite walk or trek that you've done? Oh, I'm going back to Noosa. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a there's a headland walk through Noosa National Park, which I think, you know, probably the most beautiful in the world. However, um, if I had to pick another one, I'd probably go um, the walk along the beach at Neha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to go with the walk along the river at um, Salamanca. Oh, Salamanca, yeah, along the river. It's a beautiful walk along there. And we were, we, I was going for a walk along there and I happened to sort of look across to the left and here's some young teenagers and they had a wheelbarrow with a bull's head. Actual bull's head. Bull's head. Right. And they were practising bullfighting. Interesting. And okay. Yeah, the guy that the guy we told you about before that we took that night time tour, he said that that's actually where the bullfighting school is. Wow! Yeah, but it's beautiful along the Tormes River there. Yeah, just glorious. And we were there for seven days, and I did it every day. Awesome. I've got a few more. What about top three favorite cities that you've seen on your travels? Paris. Yeah, you can't help but not like Paris, right? Sydney. Oh, Sydney's beautiful. 
Paris. I'm going Madrid. I love Madrid. Oh, oh, you know, Lisbon in Portugal. Yeah, I love Lisbon. Yeah. Yeah, Lisbon in Portugal. Um, so and yeah, you'd have to say Sydney in, in, for Australian capital city, but Brisbane, Brisbane, yeah, it's probably my favourite capital city in Australia. So I'd have to pop that in there. And I'd go San Sebastian, mm. Mm. Spain. Okay, cool. And what about a favourite landmark? This can be nature or man-made. If I'm not going to pick a beach, I'd probably go with um, the the Basilica of Covadonga, which is pretty and the there yeah which is sort of in Asturias in Spain it just stands in my mind it's this beautiful basilica which is almost pink colored from um and then behind that is like the the, the mountain range which is bottle green and it's on the the edge of an escarpment and it's it's just magical yeah Not okay. bad. what about you I'm gonna go Sydney Harbour oh it's beautiful yeah it's one of the best isn't it you can't deny it sure yeah along those northern beaches and oh, look, it's just glorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, what about a favorite cuisine that you've been on your travels that you've experienced? You can go really niche here if you like, like a, like a region of Spain or whatever, but maybe a favorite cuisine that you could eat again. Well, Japanese. Oh, okay. You know, you can't go past, yeah, you can't go past the Japanese food. We actually found a couple of Japanese restaurants in Spain. Um, yeah, so Japanese and Thai are my sort of favorites. Yeah. Um, if it's a cuisine. Because Spanish, is, there's so many, right? Yeah. Japanese, I think. I'd say seafood. <laughs> yeah. um, you can't go past Tasmanian oysters, Queensland prawns. Morton Bay bugs. Uh, the yeah. lobsters, there are crayfish in, in Tasmania too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lobster, well, crayfish, yeah, and uh, off King Island in uh, Tassie. Wow. Mm. Okay. And penultimate question would be, what's been the country for the best value for money that you've experienced? Spain, without a doubt. For sure. That might be the answer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit um repeat, isn't it? The same answer, but it's true. Oh uh, well, if it's if it's true, it's true, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last question is, what words of advice or wisdom could you give to someone who is maybe considering to go travelling, but are maybe a bit scared or hit and miss whether to leave and go? Yeah, well, we've got some friends like that, so you don't want to travel if you don't feel safe, right? Or if you if if you're worried about it, so. I mean, travelling probably isn't for everybody and maybe you travel within your own country, you know. Mm. There's so much to see locally as well. Um, but if, you, if you're going to venture overseas, then, then, then stick with maybe a, an English-speaking country to start and, um, you know, maybe get a travel agent to help you with, with the booking, you know, because sometimes that, that could be the, the problem as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I would say. Like, not everybody has to be world travellers, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. It, you know? yeah. mm-hmm. what about you? Um, I think if they were concerned about, you know, their safety, again, I would highly recommend Spain. Mm. There is at no, like we, as I said, we've been there a lot and at no point have we ever been anxious. They're mm. just, they're nice people. They're not aggressive. Um, they're, you don't see drunks. Um yeah, it's probably more danger in, you know, walking around the city at night anywhere in, in Australia, right? You know, like. Well, yeah. 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 So, so you don't have to go sure. overseas, you know. I think it comes down to people's personalities. Mm. And I think, you know, some people are averse to risk. Other people mm. are not averse to risk. 
And um, we have, we've had people say to us, you know, I would never go to Spain, you know, but and then when we've come back, they're like, oh my gosh, I have to go to Spain, you know, like you've you you've convinced me, right? Yeah, that's the aim, right? Right, and even, but even you were saying, you know, you haven't heard of half these places, and that that's the thing we, you know, we all know about the leaning bloody tower of pizza in Italy, <laughs> which is, you know, pizza. not even that <laughs> fascinating, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a bit harsh, but you know what I mean. Like we all know they have it. got, you know, the Vatican. No, but I'm saying we all know that, right? Like, mm. yeah, like in Australia, yeah. they would know where it was if you asked them where it was. But if you say to them, "Where is Alhambra?" You know, where where's the, where's the what biggest, is Alhambra? Uh, right? That yeah. We don't, we don't know, and these things are so much more impressive. You know, there's so much to see that we don't know. That's yeah, yeah. and I think to give Leanne credit, she does a fabulous job with the photos. I mean, yeah, I do like fabulous. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she just uses her phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's got to be easy to do, James, otherwise you don't do it, right? Yeah, of course. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so if you convince someone to travel anywhere um, or ask you for advice, then that's great because, you know, you, you want to help for sure. So Leanne and Lyle, thanks for coming on to the podcast and making time for me. It's been a great chat. I've learned a lot, especially <laughs> about Spain. So thanks for coming on. Thank you. And yeah. thanks for treating the listeners to a lot of jokes, puns and <laughs> tips for travel. Well, you're welcome and thanks. We've enjoyed we've had a great time too, haven't we? Thank you, James. <laughs> Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my Winging It Travel podcast episode today. You can find me on Instagram at James Hammond Travel or Winging It Travel podcast. You can search for both. I release weekly clips of this podcast episode as well as photos from the last eight to ten years of my travels. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook and Pinterest by searching Winging It Travel Podcast. I do release daily content to do with travel and the podcast throughout the week. Also check out my website, jameshammond.org. There's content about myself, my travels, and there's also a newsletter sign up as well as a contact form. Finally, please rate and review the podcast on Podchaser. This is my platform of choice. Alternatively, you can rate this on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts from. This really helps the podcast gain a bit of traction for the future in terms of guests and content. And I'm glad to see that you guys are listening out there, reviewing it and enjoying the content so far. Stay safe, stay humble, keep listening, keep traveling and I'll catch you soon. Cheers, James.